Welcome to the Practical Family Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Bryant. And I'm your co-host, Jordan Marzon. And we're here with the next episode in the Strong Enough series on the Practical Family Podcast. This episode series is specifically for you, mamas, because we're here to tell you that you're already enough. Yep, you are strong enough to handle the craziness that life throws at you. And Practical Family is here specifically to strengthen moms for real-life struggles. This is a podcast to help you discover your gifts and embrace grace. You know, moms, there are so many things that convince us that we're not enough and that trying harder is the only solution. And unmet expectations frustrate us. Comparison steals our joy. Hoping others will change isn't realistic. More usually isn't better. And so we're saying, enough already. Mama, you are already enough. Let us help you explore some super practical ways to tap into your strengths and give the best of yourself to your family. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jen. How's it going? We're back with the next Strong Enough episode, and I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised because we're awesome, that this series has lasted as long as it has. Go us. Go us. Like, it was so amazing to come together at the beginning of this year before the torrential downpour of crazy horrendous yeah insanity that is 2020 (laughs) but i find that this topic has really spoken to a lot of women i mean i get feedback all the time about how that sense of self needs to be built back up in a good and a healthy way Mm -hmm. in a a god-centered way not in a selfish human-centered way for sure but that idea of knowing that you're strong enough to handle what's coming at you is needed like from month to month week to week day to day hour to hour (laughs) especially in 2020 we can all feel knocked down day after day after day yeah, I was got to be on my friend's um, vodcast recently. Mm-hmm. My friend Tiffany Joe Baker has a great vodcast called All the Things, and it's for multifaceted mamas. So there are women coming on talking about all the things that we are interested in, what we want to do, what we're passionate about, and what's keeping us from doing it. And a lot of us might think, oh, well, my family, like I'm so busy being a, <laughs> being a mom right now that I can't do all the things I want to do. And I totally feel that, and I find that, God has changed my heart about that over time. And what I ended up getting to talk to Tiffany about for the first time, I was surprised I hadn't addressed it even on my own podcast, was that crossroads that I found myself when I was thinking about continuing a master's degree or having kids. And it felt like a very significant place to be. And it was only after about a year and a half of being married. So... I mean, they're, they're our honeymoon babies, so that's not the fastest, <laughs> fastest time a couple's ever taken off having kids. But were you always a mom who wanted to have kids? Did that feel pretty natural? Were you like, yeah, kids, let's go? Uh, no, <laughs> no. I felt like it would happen someday. But it, what really surprised me is that it happened so soon after we were married. And I was a full-time teacher. He was a full-time um, store manager. And we were business people. We were focused and we wanted to, you know, live life. But I had this really strong feeling in me that I either should go back to school to finish my master's degree in education or we should start having kids right now. And I went to my husband like almost in tears like, I think we need to have this conversation. Mm -hmm. And he was like, "Uh, okay. (laughs) Like, (laughs) girl, okay. Like, guys don't seem to think about that as often as we do. They don't want to have these conversations. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he basically told me, 
let's wait until our two-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Like, give me some space to think about this, please. <laughs> Whoa, girl. Yeah, yeah. And we came back and talked about it seriously and began to be intentional about starting a family. Got pregnant right away, had two kids back-to-back. And I tell you what, I really believe that God prepared my heart in that instance to even be burdened by it, Mm. to want to start a family, because he knew what he was going to do, right? It wasn't about us trying and, okay, now we're going to have kids because we decided, right? It was also... (laughs) We're in control. Yeah, no. It was all up to the Lord anyway. But I really feel like he prepared me to be a mom of preteens at this time in my life Ah. so that I could do what I'm doing now. And it's amazing because I would have never marked out this particular path for me, but it's all been an education. Yes. Like whether I went back to get an actual degree, a master's degree or not, Mm -hmm. I got so much more of an education in not just motherhood, parenting, life. So many different things came up because I became a mom at that point in time. Yes. It's so crazy how it happened. Very cool. So today we're talking about what is education, whether you're like Jen and you felt like you've been at a crossroads or maybe you've never even thought about it. We're talking about education and today isn't about your kids as much as it's about you and who you are and the education you have. But first, let's go to the dictionary for what <laughs> is education? So the- Because we're teachers, we must <laughs> hit up the dictionary right quick. Just to be very clear about what we're talking about, education, the definition is the act or process of imparting or acquiring general knowledge, developing the powers of reasoning and judgment, and generally of preparing oneself or others intellectually for mature life. Hmm. Bam! (laughs) Does a degree give you all those things, really? (laughs) I mean, does a piece of paper from an institution make sure that you become a mature adult? I'm going to go with no. I swam (laughs) around in the collegiate pool for a while, and I'm going to go no, that it was not full of intellectually mature people. (laughs) Smart! Maybe not prepared for a reasonable life, though. Mm -hmm. We're pointing this out because we want to pull back the scope a little bit and make the point that education can be so much more than just a four-year degree or whatever your concept of the best education would be. Yes. Yes. And the reason why this is coming into the strong enough scope of things, and especially because I've been working with a lot of homeschool moms lately, I hate for women to think that they are not enough to teach their kids because they don't have such and such degree. Mm. It's just, it's not true. It's so not true. Not at all. What matters more is what you learn in life from your mistakes, yeah. from trying, <laughs> from <laughs> from doing hard things as an adult. Because if you haven't had experience in those things and everything has kind of been maybe handed to you or life has been very easy, like you're certainly not going to be able to pass on those deeper character traits to your kids that yes. actually will support them in life. I love this Albert Einstein quote. Actually, and you've probably seen it before in homeschool circles if you're there. But he said, education is not the learning of facts, but the training of the mind to think. Knowledge versus wisdom Mm. is what sticks out to me here so much. Because realistically, education can look like a degree, you know, a set of classes that you pay through the nose for to get to learn all of that information. If you're like, you got a scholarship and good on you for that. Holla. Holla. 
Education could also look like life experience. I mean, let's not forget that. Really, education and life experience go hand in hand. Education can look like work experience. What you learn on the job is so stinking valuable, and this generation coming up tends to miss that if they go straight through school and get all their degrees and then expect to walk into like a management position. With literally no experience. Yeah, you can't do that anymore. You need practical life experience. And education could also look like every cycle that you go through to try, pick yourself up, try again, pick yourself up, try again. <laughs> like that, there's a huge piece of learning just by going out and trying different things, like taking risks and actually doing it. And I hear all the time about women not taking risks to get a job that they're not qualified for, but how men walk in and kind of like... They're just like, yeah, 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 I can do that. Yeah, they're just like, sure you can. And the women are like, I don't know. (laughs) Like men are applying for jobs they're not qualified for because there's this different type of confidence, I think, that men have have been raised Mm, with where women feel like they need to earn every bit of experience, which is not untrue. It's just that, hey, girl, like, try some things, and you may be very well qualified for it. You don't know, like, unless you try it, you know? Because, yeah, the education system, our American concept of, you know, high school, college, and then higher education, just because that's our structure that's been accepted in our country doesn't mean that that's the only place that God can work. God can work outside of human structure. Crazy. Amen. Amen. He can. So what we're trying to help you to understand today and get maybe a slightly different perspective on is basically not to put all of your eggs in the basket of institutional education, okay? Because our society is moving in a very different direction. I don't have time to hit on this all right now, but it's going to be in our show notes. Please, please go watch this documentary called Most Likely to Succeed. It's on Amazon Prime, and it talks about and shows you in graph forms how our education system has kind of gone away from job availability right now. The American public education system is not necessarily on par with what the workforce needs right now. And Mm -hmm. so that kind of opened my eyes a lot as a mom, stressing out about how to prepare her kids for college. My kids might not even go to college. (laughs) College may not be the way to prepare them, but for whatever they're called to do in life. But we need you to kind of see that in context right now with where knowledge and wisdom intersect and why being a Christian means that you can go to the Lord for any kind of wisdom that you need, and he will direct you there. In fact, the Bible verse that came up to me recently that reminded me of wisdom was James 1, 5 to 6. It says, If any of you lacks wisdom... Let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith without any doubting, for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. So asking God for wisdom in faith, just like Solomon did in the Old Testament. He was like, God, I, just, I need wisdom to lead your people. And God was like, yep, that's the answer. <laughs> that's what I wanted to hear, you know. Um, we need wisdom to be able to lead our kids, to lead our family, to believe that we are strong enough to lead them without an institution stamping their approval on our lives and saying, okay, now you're good enough. You know, God has <laughs> already deemed you enough in whatever situation he's put you in. 
But the Bible says, ask in faith. Ask without doubting. Because if you ask in full faith, knowing that God is faithful, in fact, and that he will come through for you, whether that's pointing you to a different path than what you're educated for, whether that's pointing you toward needing to acquire a little more education so that you can be prepared, or whether that means just being content where you are and moving forward without doubting and chasing after all of these different things. I know that like as a homeschool mom, we can get insecure sometimes about do we have enough here in our home to teach our kids? Oh, I'll buy that curriculum and that one and maybe this curriculum will work. And then we bounce around so many times that we become unstable and wavering in how we're educating our kids. And it's coming from our own insecurities and not from the wisdom that God's already given us in lead your kids in faith, hope, love, (laughs) self-control, gentleness, (laughs) like all the things that are the fruits of the spirit. I know faith, hope, and love aren't fruits of the spirit necessarily, but but like... (laughs) But they are a sign in my house, yeah. (laughs) But basically all of those character traits that matter more than anything else. So yeah, education can look like so many different things. And today we have five great examples of how some people's education was never wasted, no matter where they found it, and no matter what they ended up doing with it. That's what we're talking about today. So the first one is actually an example that Jen came across when she was hiring somebody to work at her preschool. Who did you hire? (laughs) I hired a homeschool mother who had 17 years experience homeschooling. She had raised her daughters. Her daughters were off at college and living their life. And I will never forget her because she was one of the most diligent and faithful and loving workers that I'd ever experienced. And she admittedly, she came, she applied, and she's like, I don't have a degree, but I have this experience. (laughs) I'm hoping that you value that, you know. And... You know, even as a young manager at the time, I could see just everything that was in her her character and how she walked that out in her life. And her references were people who had been close to her for years, you know. It was amazing to see her work, and she was one of my favorite employees. But I was able to see, even though technically the training that you would want wasn't there but bringing in a mom Mm. who had all that experience momming was so much more valuable to me at that point you know we sent our staff out for the training as as we went type Mm -hmm. of thing but her strong character was an amazing foundation for her as an employee yeah yeah and that's what made her stand out even though huh she didn't have a degree Mm mm-hmm right yeah So our second example is actually a couple that I interviewed for the Practical Family podcast a few episodes ago. The Millers, Brandon and Annalyn Miller, wrote a book called Play to Their Strengths. And these are parents who have been homeschooling. And uh, what Brandon found was that when he was working with the Strengths Finders assessment in his business environment to train employees and test them on their own strengths and what they had to contribute to the company and what, what good fit they were in different departments and things, he started to apply that system to understanding his own kids, understanding the strengths that his children had so that they could lead them better. So this was a playbook of sorts that they wrote together as husband and wife to outline the different strengths that your kids can carry and then how to use that to point them in the direction that God made them to go. Yeah. And I love that story just because they took what they were doing at work and brought it home and turned it into a whole other thing. That's such a cool way to get education and then reapply it in a non-traditional way. 
So number three. So the third one, I was teaching this Bible study from a book called The Emotionally Healthy Woman. It's a few years ago. And one of the women who was coming to the study, part of her continuing education in the field that she worked in in the military was learning, behavioral health, emotional health, everything that we're talking about in this book, in this Bible study. And she goes, Jen, I love being a part of this study. And I also find that I need continuing education credits for my job. Would you be able to create like a certificate or something to show that I could show my boss to say, look, this is where I've been putting my time lately. Will this count toward my continued learning? And her boss said, sure, of course. You know, she just showed her the book, and it's based on this book. And, you know, he created that for her, and it qualified, quote-unquote qualified her. It didn't even quote-unquote qualify. It actually qualified. (laughs) The point we're trying to make is take the air quotes off of everything that you're doing. It's legit education. Yeah, that's true. It's legit education. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so cool. It's such an awesome story that you're just... You need to look at things and ask, could I get a certificate for this? Rather than just being like, oh, it's just a book that I read. We're so quick to discount. But that was an yeah. example of making something count in a real way. Yeah, it's, it was creative. It was a creative solution mm-hmm. to cover two things that she was already doing. And I, I love that. That was such a good idea. So number four is an example given from one of our Practical Family Resource Group members. This is a mom who shared in the group, She said, I have a bachelor's degree in biology and chemistry, and I've done almost any job from working as a chemist before I had kids to a veterinary assistant, waitress, independent sales, and most recently teaching science at homeschool co-ops. My love of science has really driven me to want to show others how we can know God through science because he created it all. He gave us minds to investigate his creation so that through our discoveries, we might know him more. So her field of study, her actual degree in college, Mm -hmm. right? Whatever she was going for at that point, she realized that that degree was never wasted because it's given her more fervor and more excitement about this field that she gets to impart to younger kids, you know? And if you happen to homeschool, or even if you don't, even if you are a working professional, maybe offer your knowledge to groups like this (laughs) who need to know more. I know my friend who lives on island with me is a trained marine biologist she has her phd Sweet. and she asked me are there any co-ops around here where they would you know appreciate lessons from because she's like I, I need something she goes i just had a baby and i kind of need to use my brain <laughs> and i would love to be able mm-hmm. to teach them That's what so i know generous. yeah to yeah. use your education and pass it on to the next generation and it doesn't even need to be inside of a real classroom very cool and so example number five this one's actually about you because it's however you're going to decide to learn today because your education is never wasted, no matter how you get it or how you apply it. And so we have some ideas for some cool ways that you can keep getting more education, because just because we're out of the school system, whether you are or not, doesn't mean we have to stop learning, because learning is about so much more than Mm -hmm. just holding any sort of piece of paper. Mm -hmm. And so my favorite way to keep learning are language learning apps. So I'm not gonna lie, I kind of slacked in Spanish in high school, but now the Duolingo owl comes and scares me like once a week and he like <laughs> frowns at me in my weekly email. He's like, you did nothing this week. And I'm like, you sound like my high school Spanish teacher, Duolingo <laughs> owl. But 
I still have. And how cool is it that we have apps like Duolingo and Babbel that we can just learn off of on our phones. You don't have to mm-hmm. go enroll in Spanish 101 anymore. Just do it right from your couch. So that's one of my favorite ways to continue your own education. Yes, absolutely. And getting rid of that misconception that we have to learn the traditional way. Mm. You know, because I think that too. It's like, oh, I wish I would have taken more Spanish in high school <laughs> or college. No, me too. And I'm half Mexican. It's like, <laughs> why am I not knowing my, my? it's not my mother tongue, but anyway, my, the, the language of my people, you know. <laughs> And, uh, but my daughter has jumped on this. She uses Duolingo on her iPad, and she loves it because it puts it in the form of a game. It gives you star points or whatever, you know, it gives you to motivate you. Yeah. And it, you actually learn it, and she's learning to spell the Spanish words, too, because it makes you not only hear and recognize them, but it makes you see and recognize and write them mm. into the app on your keyboard. It's really, really cool. So learning to do something different. Oh my gosh. Okay. When I got my education, I have a bachelor's in Christian studies and then a teacher credential and certificates and other things. I thought that my scope of learning could only be used in one area. Like I thought I was only ever going to be a classroom teacher, but I knew I didn't want that forever. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to teach and use my knowledge in different ways. It wasn't until I started blogging (laughs) that I learned how to build websites Again, I didn't learn to code or anything, so I'm not like an old school coder. But I learned from someone who knew how to code. Mm. And he walked me through the process of branding and building, and then I learned social media sharing. So I taught myself to do probably 95% of what you see on the practicalfamily.org website. And I'm proud of that for a couple reasons, because you either pay to have someone do it for you Mm -hmm. and I didn't have the money to do that so I had to learn to do it myself so I highly recommend if you are wanting to build a website or teach your children about how to do this go to WP Academy my friend Brian has created such a great training program for learning how to use WordPress and then on top of that he's got some other great training and marketing and branding opportunities too but we'll include this in the show notes WP Academy is a great way to start to get into that online business card (laughs) model actually because we don't use business cards anymore we have websites websites web presence social media presence if you want to get anything that you do out there and then the last thing is i want to hit this really really hard this is so important because character education matters so much my friend monica swanson has created a character education program and it's written toward adults to help adults to help us to learn how to pass on character traits to our kids it's just wonderful. It's wonderful. And Monica is actually the author of the book Boy Mom and podcast host of the Boy Mom podcast. Go to her recent episode. I think it's 65. I was on there with her talking about ways to keep homeschool simple. And we talked about how important character education was in all of this. So if you want to, Mama, believe that you are strong enough, no matter which path of education you have taken, There are so many different directions that your education can take you. So don't keep yourself in a box and keep telling yourself that unless you get a degree, you're not worthy enough. That's not true. So you are strong enough to use the brain God gave you to find creative ways to use your strengths no matter your educational path. Mama, you are strong enough whether you're the mom with a PhD or you're the mom who dropped out of high school. You are the right mom for your children and for your family and your education is never stagnant 
and you can always give the best of yourself to your family when that's what you want for them and you follow and seek God's wisdom. Amen. Mama, if you need more support, please feel free to check out my coaching program. I love to sit with moms and talk to them about where they are, where they feel stuck, how to get them to move forward. And I can do that for you today. I'd love to sit and talk with you. So go to our show notes where we have everything there and leave us a review on iTunes because it helps other people to find us when they see more reviews. So thank you again for listening to the Practical Family Podcast. This has been Jennifer Bryant. And this is Jordan Marzon. And we are here to help to strengthen moms for real life struggles. This is a podcast to help you discover your gifts and embrace grace.